All right, boys, especially you, Danny boy. I've jumped on the bandwagon with you. I've got myself some nut care. I've got the wood nut care, which is the powder. I've got the bear nuts, which is our cream that we've spoken about. And I've got the sugar nuts, which is all about exfoliating the, the plums. And I'll tell you what, the plums have never felt better. And it's not just me that's uh, appreciating it, I can tell you that much. That's why Any Given Sunday is very happy to be supported by Nut Care, Australia's number one grooming brand. Nut Care has been voted recently by Men's Health as the number one bare nuts pubic hair removal cream. It's revolutionizing the male grooming. This is as smooth as my plums are feeling right now, I can tell you that much. As proud supporters of Any Given Sunday, Nut Care is offering our listeners 10% off their first order with the promotional code Any Given Sunday at the checkout, and the discount will be applied. Nut care is essential grooming for men. We've spent a lot of Oof. time together in the past couple of days, and I can tell you, your plums are much smoother than that was. <laughs> Especially yeah, they are very sweet plums, though. They're sweet. <laughs> Everyone loves a little sweet plum. Yeah, and they're only little. <laughs> Brown 45! Brown 45! You are listening to Any Given Sunday, Australia. Yes, hello and welcome to the Any Given Sunday Australia podcast, the number one podcast in at least three households, one studio, the Gridiron Australia headquarters over in Winnipeg. We're definitely number one over in Winnipeg with the Blue Bombers now after our recent episode. Joining us as always down in his basement in the unknown abyss is TC, no, it's TV24 at Tim Cardi AGSAU. How are you, mate? I get that yeah, mixed up too much, you'll, mate. You'll learn it one of these days. You obviously don't tweet me very much, which is um, a little bit disappointing, but mm. we might have unearthed a new nickname for you, maybe a little little Sweet Plum. Oh, <laughs> plums? Junior Plums. Plums? Sweet plum. Yeah. Yeah. They, um, they are extremely hey, smooth. Hey, and hey, they, we'll the sugar nuts, sugar nuts are incredible. You should get around the sugar nuts. Yeah, Natural, we'll... detoxifying, and antibacterial, which good for me. All big ticks. Yeah, yeah. As well as our junior boy turned senior boy going into season number two. So I'm definitely saying that you're senior now. At Danny Webb, AGSAU. How are you, mate? I'm good, man. I've just been uh, obviously using the Twitter as much as possible. And the Jets fans, they hate me again. So obviously I'm doing something right. Everything's right in the world. Yeah, everything's right. Yeah. Oh, man. Have I got some shade? <laughs> <laughs> Why? What have you done? Oh. Uh, you know, Anything just, in particular that they're no, getting up no, and about? No, it's just, I just think it's the Jets fans. Now they see us and most of it was for being Australian, which is crazy. But mm. if they don't think that we don't have NFL we actually We actually copped a bit of shade from over in America, which was odd. Yeah. Was very odd shade too. Saying yeah, that we don't, a... we don't know the game, but you know. He, we, we should have directed him towards one of our podcasts and he would have known. How dare we talk about their yeah, game? We do. Yeah. We do. <laughs> So yeah. you mentioned, Danny, that we have spent a few days together. Uh, just quickly, in your own words, Danny, and then we'll, we'll get a little bit from you too, Cats. We've been at the Grid on Australia search for the next NFL superstar. What was that all about? I'm wearing the shirt here. What was it all about, Danny, and how'd we go? So if people haven't heard, uh, jump back and watch one of the previous episodes. We've spoken to uh, like Wade Kelly and a couple of others about the search. And the search was to try and find a high school prospect kid to send over to the States. So they're going to go around to uh, seven spots around Australia, find the top 10 of those. Then they're going to have a final combine. And then the top 10 of that 
going to get uh, trips to the States to get put in front of high schools, college scouts. So it's an incredible opportunity. Yeah. And the thing that shocked me the most, like obviously we'll go in there and like we know how big the game is here and how many people love it, but the talent, the raw talent, mm. some of these kids that were there was honestly, it was mind blowing. And yeah. it was very, very good to see in person. It's completely different to watching film. Absolutely. Cards, what was your favorite part of yesterday? Yeah, so we spent the day out in Croydon, out at uh, Ranger Field, the Croydon Rangers home home ground out there. Um, best part of the day for me was just being able to get out and meet people in person. And as Danny said, like the the amazing range of talent there of the young guys coming through and the size of some of the lads. Oh yeah. Boy, and as you as a as a tall man, you were you were quite impressed with uh, some of the size of some of the boys. But just getting around, meeting people. You know, we met parents of some guys that are um, just signed up to some schools in Florida that we're going to be having a chat to. So shout out to uh, the boys there. Um, but yeah, great day just milling around. Uh, obviously, the day is heavily supported by Jesse Williams. He's all about giving back and giving opportunities to kids at a younger age. His big push is that, you know, a lot of kids might, might not know of these avenues to go through college, get an education and get sponsored, like, you know, get the scholarship to do it, get paid to do it yeah. and go play football. So um, he's really a big driving force behind it. And um, yeah, it's, it's only going to gather momentum. So yeah, we're at the Melbourne leg yesterday. That was leg two. They're off to Canberra, I believe tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, then Sydney, Perth, Adelaide. So um, yeah. Yeah. Huge, huge. And I agree. Like just the, to get around and actually meet the people such as Jesse, you know, Coach Russ, uh, Coach Race Dowers from over in Utah, and then uh, chilling with the Pro Kick boys for a fair for a fair while, they were elite too. Well, and that's the other thing, like the level of coaching that they're getting around for these kids is next level. Like it's elite level coaching, so exposing them at this younger high school age to sort of see where the standard is and be like, you know, this is the sort of testing that you go through. This is the level of coaching that you get. These are the standards that you got to meet. It's it's awesome for them to see it at, at that younger age and be like, oh yeah, like, all right, this is what I got to do. I got to go work my butt off. And cause you know, you're going up against hundreds of thousands of high school kids over in the States. So, mm. you know, you gotta, you gotta put yourself out there and make yourself shine. And that's what the coaches were saying. Like these high school kids in the state, they've played the game their whole life. They've played it since peewee. So the fact that we've got good enough raw talent that we're sending people over there to be able to compete with these kids, people might have only played the game for a couple of years. So the younger that people get involved in the in the sport, the better it's going to be for them long term for their futures. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so definitely for those who are interested, keep your eye out. If you are in Canberra, Western Sydney, uh, Adelaide mm-hmm. and Perth, Get around it. There's two, two stops in Sydney. Yeah, two they're broken in Sydney. Sydney into two, Western and then Sydney. And then yeah. normal Sydney. Yeah, get around it. Uh, like there was kids that that first timers so and like you said just the raw talent they saw some speed level, they saw some... Ability, um, and a cool thing to see as well not just all kickers which sort of traditionally we've had a lot mm. of the aussies going over to the college system being kickers and like through the great work of pro kick and everything like that but seeing a lot of skill positions yeah. a lot of big o-linemen big um defensive linemen um, some really talented quarterbacks getting around like so yeah it was, yeah, it was a couple good of good wide receivers some good mittens out there mm. uh, we're on to week two of our previews. Uh, so we've gone from the NFC South last week, uh, had had some very interesting notes from people that weren't agreeing with what we were saying overall, which is good. That's what we want, a bit of banter, a bit of bit of discussion. Fantastic. But we've gone to the other side. We've gone AFC South this time. We're going to start off with you, Cardi. What have you got for us, mate? I haven't actually heard any of this feedback. So uh, no, it comes straight to me. It's good. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> I, yeah. I sit you, up all night crying. Oh, I swear. I, I knew who he was. Talk about the mean stuff. That's all. Yeah. I'm the filter, which is shit, shit yeah. for me. But nah, so we got talk. creative. We did the NFC South. So we thought, all right, let's flip it over, do the AFC South. 
Um, so I'm just going to go through a bit of a rundown of how the teams went um, last year. And we'll start off with the Jazz because they took out the division. Um, they finished off the year with the record of nine and eight. First time they've taken out the division since 2017, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and under Doug Peterson, first year of uh, Doug Peterson, they got rid of Urban Meyer. Um, it was just an absolute train wreck under him. And I think under Doug, Trevor, Trevor Lawrence has been able to flourish as we saw. They went on, a, I think, a five-game winning streak towards the back half of the year, and they beat the Titans in that last game to clinch um, the AFC South and um, grab a playoff berth, and then they went on to um, win win a playoff game. So they beat the – oh, boy, help me out. It was well, the Chargers. Oh, the Chargers. They were 17, <laughs> 17 down at halftime and come back. That's right. It was, it was incredible. 27, was what, 27 was a though, at one point? Huge comeback. Yeah. Um, Yep, I agree. Yeah, in, in that game. But it was more, uh, what was it? 27, yeah, you're right, in the wild card round. It was a 27-point deficit, third largest comeback postseason history. So huge for them. And I think another cool stat I saw, they're the only second team to open a season with a record of four and eight and then reach the postseason, um, which was done by the Chargers in 08. So another cool little stat. But they were obviously the major story of the AFC South, just how they were able to turn it around. People did not expect big things from them and then to come out, take out the division and then go on and win a playoff game too. Huge for Trevor Lawrence's development and the team as a whole. Um, so people expecting big things for them next year for sure. Yeah, and then went on to just, it was only a touchdown they lost to the Chiefs who obviously we all know went on to, to win the Zoo Bowl. So big for them, big for them. Yeah. Uh, I'm covering the ins and outs, but before we do that, it is remiss of me to, to mention the first half of our preview is brought to you by C2C Rare Threads. Uh, head to their website, C2C Rare Threads. Any given Sunday is the code for 10% off. They have some awesome Jordan shoes, which I'm going to look at and uh, get myself a pair because I'm, I'm getting, as you boys know, uh, my my threads suck. So uh, <laughs> they... <laughs> we, we like to say... They do have some awesome quality challenge. gear. Fashionably challenged, and they're great supporters of us, um, like on socials and everything like that. So get around them, yeah, um, yeah, support them. They got some really good kits, so yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah. so the ins and outs. So as you said, the biggest in I reckon last year for the Jags was the coach, but this year they've they've drafted pretty well. Um, so I'm just gonna I've got the top three draft picks from every team. So the Jags, their first uh, draft pick was a big offensive tackle. Uh, Harrison, he went with number 27 pick. The second pick was a tight end, Brendan Strange uh, at 61. And then the running back, which I think this kid's going to make um, some big waves, is Tank Bisby. Bigsby. He went at uh, number 88. So remember the name Tank Bigsby. Uh, they also were able to, to re-sign a few of their t- players. Uh, safety, Wingard, he's, and the two cornerbacks, Campbell and Hedron. Quarterback... CJ Beathard, they've also brought in um, a couple of players too, but nothing really standing out. Oh, actually, one of the big boys we've got to mention, Adam Gotsis, the big Aussie. He's re-signed with them, so that's huge. Uh, and they franchise-tagged Evan Ingram, the big tight end. So he had a massive year last year, Evan. Uh, so big for him. But, yeah, that's uh, pretty much – they lost a couple. Marvin Jones – He's uh he looks like moving on and which is could be big if they can keep him that'll be huge uh the wide receiver Marvin Jones Jr. but looks like he might be moving on they did a couple of players they have lost again like not not huge names 
Juwan Taylor, he's gone over to the Kansas City Chiefs, probably the biggest name there that they've lost. Sorry, I was reading some notes. Sorry, did you mention Ridley? That's what I was about to say. Also need to mention Ridley because obviously he's come back from his uh, indefinite suspension after his little gambling incident. Gambling mishap. Yeah, big mishap. And uh, we'll talk about more gambling mishaps as this episode goes on because the league is getting a lot, catching a lot of people at the moment, that's for sure. Um, So yeah, Calvin Ridley, huge, is coming. He's going to be wearing number zero, which I can't wait to see on an NFL jersey because I reckon it's going to look sick, especially in that teal, would we say teal, of the Jags. It's going to... It's going to look absolutely fire. And I think like having Ridley to a team that performed relatively well last year, like the first half of the year, like you said, Carson did struggle going four and eight. But as soon as that buy game hit and then Trevor Lawrence really settled under, like, you know, under Coach Doug and actually like, you know, started playing his way, they started winning. So I think the Jags are probably like with the addition of Ridley, they're just going to keep on heading up personally, in my opinion. No, I totally agree. I was, and I was going to say too, Maka, while you're talking about draftees, it's only the second time since 2007 that they that the Jags haven't had a pick in the top 10. So um, they're not necessarily loading up with that real high-end talent from the draft this time. They're sort of consolidating the list a little bit this year. Um, and yeah, look to build on on the success and development they have, that they've had 2022 season. And their opening yeah, for sure. game. Absolutely. Uh, I think my internet's been playing up because I lost a fair bit of that. So do you want to take over a bit, Card? Where are we up to? Uh, no, we, just, we were mentioning Calvin Ridley. Ah, uh, yes, I missed him, did I? He was, we oh, just went into Ridley missed. and That's that true. was That is a big name to miss. He is, uh, well, he, he's not an in because he, well, he is an in, but he wasn't, uh, he wasn't there last year. So he could be huge for Trevor going forward. That te- isn't that technically what makes him an in? <laughs> he, wasn't there last he, was, year. he was in last year, but he just didn't play because he was... Unfortunately, uh, yes, sprung. But you are right. It, that does make him an in. So, uh, yeah. Danny, do you have their first week and their schedule? Yeah, so the first week is actually a divisional game. they got the Colts, which we're going to go into the Colts in a little bit, so we probably don't need to go too deep into this. But I feel like that's going to be a nice way to start the season for them because then after that, they've got a few tough games. Like they've obviously got to play the Chiefs, which is their, you know, uh, who they lost to in the playoffs and then goes like Texans, Falcons, Bills, Colts. Like they don't have the easiest looking schedule. Like they're going to play the Bengals, the Ravens in there and the 49ers. So they've got actually quite a tough schedule. Plus the division, I think it's going to be relatively tight, at least at the top end. You with us, Thomas? I cannot hear Danny. So cards keep leading the way. (laughs) Danny's 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 rap there. So. Perfect, perfect. So, do you need my um, my prediction, or are we doing that after you're again? We'll do, we'll, we'll do, do that at the end. All right, sweet, sweet. So, we're going to move on. Cards. What's our second team? <laughs> we'll, we'll move on to the Titans. Uh, they they've come run up in the division. They finished off with a seven and ten record. So they actually started off the year pretty well, and we're on track to probably take out the division. And they're sitting at seven and three. And then they just absolutely capitulated and went on a seven-game losing streak. Um, excuse me. So they were, they were pretty hampered by injuries. Like, it really tested the depth of their list. They ended up with a league-high 23 players landing on injury reserve through the end of the season. Um, yeah, so including, like, Tannehill, the quarterback, um, Harold Landry, and Taylor Lewan. So it just made it tough for them. Obviously, Derek Henry... Um, 
shining light sort of kept them in games, kept them uh, pretty much was their whole off, uh, offense a lot of the time. Um, ended this the year with a league high. What did he do? 349 carries. Uh, there's a little stat there. I can't. I can't remember the stat, but he, you know, he was. He, they weren't throwing the ball much because because of how depleted they were. And uh, yeah, Derek Henry was they their had, go-to on offense. Sorry, go they ahead. They had Jacob Dobbs <laughs> leading the way. From, yeah, exactly. From the exactly. Skin, which uh, I don't think anyone was putting a heap of faith in. Signed him from the Lions practice squad. Yeah, so obviously they're not having that much faith in him. They're going to run a lot of their offense through Derek Henry. It's going and like why wouldn't you? He's like an unstoppable force. Yeah, oh, mate, he's he's absolutely elite. But he just we you need that passing game to complement your running game, running game to complement your passing game. So it just exactly. made it hard for him. Um, and, their, and their final game that they did have was essentially competing for that divisional title because it was against the Jags and they were one incomplete pass that ended up getting ruled a fumble away from actually taking away that game, which is shows that their squad like did have a little bit of depth that they could do all that with Dobbs at the helm. Yeah, and like that was one of the Jags, I think, five fourth quarter comeback games for the year. Um, so super clutch for them to do it in their last game of the season to win the division, but then pretty disappointing for the Titans on the other on the other end of it. Um, they ended up firing their GM, John Robinson, who he sort of caused a bit of controversy when he traded AJ Brown to your Eagles, Danny Boy, um, during mm. the draft last year. And you could see um, Rabel, the coach, I think he, I think people have like lip ready, but he's like, what the fuck? Or, you know, whatever. <laughs> like he was pretty, like he was visibly upset, which fair enough. Like you're trading away an elite um, player in Brown like that. So, and obviously not consulting with Rabel or anything like that. So... And- and you look onto what Brown actually did with the Eagles. Like Brown is a huge reason the Eagles made it to the Super Bowl. Like absolutely huge. Like a cornerstone of the team. Yeah, exactly right. So you know, no wonder they were pretty pissed off when he did that. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas. Yes, on to me. Like I said, I can only hear you, cuts. This is a very interesting conversation <laughs> for me. But I'll run you can through. See if Danny's talking or not? So. Yeah, I can. I can. I'll just run through when you tell me to run through. So. Their ins, they had a couple of big ins uh, on the from the draft. So they've got a big offensive tackle, Peter Skoronsky. They He got him at number 11. Then, I don't know if you boys had mentioned they're not controversial, but an interesting in they did get was Will Levis at their second pick at number 33. Uh, and then also their, their third pick was at 81. He's a running back, IJ Spears. So... Be interesting to see how he goes, but Will Levis is definitely the biggest, most interesting pickup uh, of that three, I think. Uh, big Skoronsky, he's just going to be a big, solid offensive tackle at number 11. He was uh, very solid. Uh, I reckon, no, I'm not going to guess. Well, oh, TCU, I'm going to say. That's maybe where he come from, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. As far as players they've kept or lost, they released their big center, Ben Jones, and their edge rusher, Bud Dupree. That's an interesting one for me, Bud Dupree. He's an older player but he was a real locker man locker room kind of guy and uh kept kept a a standard i guess so it would be interesting to see if they can replace him uh they didn't re- re-sign too many which is i think is going to be interesting but they did bring in a couple from free agency uh, as is al shazia uh andre dylan uh and daniel brunskill oh and sean murphy bunting from the the Tampa Bay bucks that's another big in so they've kind of I don't know. I don't know who their QB is going to be going forward, but 
they've they've really shored up their defense as much as you can, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's going to be an interesting time for them going forward. Cart, can you move it over to Danny for me? Well, quickly before we do, do you see Levis as a starter yet? So on that, um, before, oh, stop, Thomas. Go so Danny. on that, I reckon uh, Tannehill's time at the Titans is probably going to end this year. So if he doesn't perform well in the first couple of the games of the season, I would not be surprised if they just turned to Will Levis to have a like you know, to have him go from like QB two to set up to QB one and actually see what he can do. Because if you lose the first five or six games under Tannehill, I think they've made it relatively public that he's not coming back next year anyway. So they're going to be leaning more towards Will Levis. So why not see what he can do? Why not give him the opportunity? Well, and the potential to maybe free up some cap space there too as well, Danny. Absolutely. Boy. Absolutely. So, like, if they can move on from him and go straight to Will Levis, kind like especially if you're losing games. If you're losing games, it's a little bit of a no-brainer. Like, you've drafted Will Levis, you got him, luckily in the second round. Like everything just kind of fell your way. So why not give him a crack? Yeah. No. If you're not, if you're not going forward with Tannehill anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Cut him. Save the money. Save the cap space. Move on. <laughs> yeah. Now you go ahead, Danny boy. Yeah, all right. This is this is tougher than I thought with T Mac not being able to hear me, but anyway, we'll carry on. So their mm-hmm. opening opening game is against the Saints in New Orleans. So that could be a quite uh close matchup, to be honest with you. because uh, you're going against Derek Carr, the new QB there. And a couple of notable ones. Their schedule's not really fantastic for them. They've got a couple of tough games in there. They've got the Chargers, which were pretty decent last year. Uh Browns, Bengals. Ravens uh, and the Dolphins, as well as playing, you know, all the division twice. And one of those games, their last game, which is super notable, is they're playing the Jags again. So if this if this division does end up being as tight and as close as what it was last year, we could be having another game to see who actually goes goes through into the playoffs, which is huge. Yeah, it feels like it's a pretty tight sort of division potentially between. Maybe those two, but we'll, again, like you said, we'll, we'll touch on later. But uh, yeah, there's a few interesting games in there for him for sure. You're back, Tommy. I am. I, re- I can see Danny. So let's let's fingers crossed oh, that I've I fixed my little bug. No, <laughs> I couldn't small. see, couldn't hear. It was very, very interesting going through the one person. Oh, very you good. did well for that five minutes. Uh, Where are we well, up to? What have we landed at? We are moving on to the Indianapolis Colts and uh, going to talk about their season. So they, oh, which this is the second half of our. Oh, well done. I have it here. So the second half of our preview is brought to you by the lads at American Connection with a K. I've got it all here so I can read it off the back of their card. (laughs) AmericanConnection.com.au or at American Connection on Instagram. Again, good supporters of us. uh, 10% as well at checkout with the code at any given Sunday. We've done well to keep the same code for everything, uh, which is smart by by us. Just jump from Uh, website to website to website, all three. 10% 10% yep. off, you're laughing. 10% off. And they're, they're great for the on-field gear, especially. Correct. Uh, we, we spoke to the boys a few weeks ago and they were real. Ben, he was a, he was a cracker. But it's another one to go back and listen to. And we, and we did see some of the lads at the search. They were rocking some American Connection gear, which is huge to know that the Australian market is out there. AK people, in the wild. People are, people yes. are buying the gear yeah. and we saw them rocking it, which is huge. Huge for us, yeah. huge for them. And it's just good to see. And by the sounds of it, Tim, you can hear me, which is fantastic. <laughs> Okay, and we're back, baby. Oh, we're back. Look at this. This is going to be seamless. 
Um, yeah. So well, let's blame school holidays. That's what I'm blaming. Yeah, the internet on the school holidays mm-hmm. is always tough. So the Colts finished the year with a four twelve and one record. So that draw remind me, Matthew, was that round one? Yeah, against uh, Houston. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, early doors round one uh, draw. So kind of. Kind of set the tone for the year for them, really. A bit it of, really did. Pretty it, disappointing yeah. year for the Colts. But I think the biggest disappointment came from their O line. Their O line was meant to be mm. uh, pretty elite and just underperformed all year. Um, yep. So they had Matt Ryan as their quarterback. They've had the revolving door of quarterbacks, as we all know, since um, Andrew Luck retired early, earlier than I guess what people were expecting in 2019. And uh, Matty Ryan is a bit older. He's. Oh, I don't want to guess and say his age, but he's on the older side as a QB. He's older than you. I can tell you that much. Oh, well, that, yeah, he could still be quite young then. But um, <laughs> <laughs> he was just taking far too many hits and um, getting banged up. Uh, that O-line just wasn't doing their job and then didn't help as well that uh, Josh, uh, Josh, Jonathan Taylor um, got injured. I think mm. missed six games. Yeah. He's obviously a huge part of their offense. Um they struggled so much so that uh, Frank Reich, head coach, got fired and they brought in um former player and it was kind of controversial at the time because he didn't have any coaching experience, um, Jeff Saturday. They went on to win his first game. So the, um, what did we call it? The new coach's boost? Bump. New, new coach, coach bump. bump. New coach and bump. And then uh, yeah. proceeded to go on a seven-game losing streak. So the new coach bump was very short-lived. <laughs> it was just the one. And then went on uh, it was a very seven-game sharp losing decline. streak. And then... As we know, Jeff Saturday uh, didn't get didn't get the gig um, for uh, for next year. Um, I've, I'm having a, a brain fart. I can't remember. The, this is going to be a rookie head coach. He's come from the. Don't Eagles. bring it up. It's a part of my ins. It's yeah. a part oh, of my okay. ins. Right, we'll save a few ins. That's good. Um, but all in all, pretty pretty disappointing <laughs> year for the Colts. Some shit team, I'm sure. Uh, what's that? <laughs> Just a bit of Eagles banter. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> cool, yeah, cool, cool, all in all, pretty, pretty disappointing year for uh, for the Colts. Yeah, especially when uh, they were the number they were like, number one or number two on the AFC side to actually make it to the playoffs. Like they were short price favorites yeah, on that side. Which, and then, yeah, um, a couple of notable games from that year too. I should mention uh, they gave up. 33 points to the Cowboys mm. in one quarter in week 12 or 13. And then the next week, um, they blew a half, 33-point halftime lead um, to the Vikings. To the Vikings. So it was it was yeah, over the stretch huge. of a couple of weeks there. So it was pretty uh, tough times uh, at the Colts there. <laughs> Just, it was. 33 it points. Was. So that's kind of um, over the two games. It's interesting. Yeah. It was, a, like you said, it was a – I reckon that was straight after their – New coach bump. They had a very new coach. Was, yeah, you're right. It was. They they won the game. They're on a bit of a high, and then that then that happened. It was bang, like bang. Oh, welcome but, back to reality. Yes, very much, Jeff Saturday. But uh, so like I said, a couple of big ins. Their biggest in Shane Steichen, the wow. offensive coordinator from your Philly Eagles, and a lot of people have liked this due to the fact that they've gone ahead and at number four they brought in Anthony, which is a, a very similar player to Yalen. Uh, they that's kind of the, yeah. the comparisons they've put. Uh, the other two top three uh, picks they had cornerback Julius Brents at number forty four and wide receiver Josh Downs with number seventy nine. So had one very high and then not not so much after that. But um, unfortunately for Matt Ryan, it did lead to him being cut. 
they've brought in Gardner Minshew, though, who was also at the Eagles of, at the time. So it's a very Eagles flavor, which uh, be good for at least they've got some continuity in that kind of way. But I, I don't see Anthony Richardson starter straight away. I think Gardner Minshew will be the man, which would be good for him. But uh, similar to who were we talking about last week that, that had a nice, you know, group around Anthony Richardson um, to let him build and flourish. And, you know, you might see him in the back end of the year really show his talents. Uh, some other Russell. notable ins, uh, kicker Matt Gay, huge, big in, big in. Um, you give me nothing there, boys. Uh, Isaiah McKenzie from the Bills, he's a wide receiver. He was a thir- second, third stringer, or probably third or fourth stringer. He'll come in, he'll be a number two, he'll be a nice, just adding to that depth chart uh, for Gardner. Because they actually have a pretty good wide receiver core. It's just they haven't really strung a few together. Um, but, yeah, maybe if you know, the QB doesn't get knocked around so much, he might be able to actually throw them the ball, which will be handy. Uh, they've also re-signed, their, their, like you said, the O-line, uh, Carter O'Donnell. I think they had the most expensive O-line in the league. So very much underperformed. But they've also re-signed one of them. So <laughs> they've just kept their O-line being very well paid. Uh, cornerback Tony Brown and wide receiver Ashton Doolin. Uh, they did lose Stephen Gilmore, who's gone to the Cowboys, which that's that's a pretty big hit in the backfield. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But some big ins, Richardson, Steichen, uh, and Gardner Minshew, I reckon, are the three big ins. Yeah, so Gardner's huge because uh, a lot of people have said, and I said this last year as well, a lot of people have said Minshew probably could lead his own team if someone gave him the opportunity to. And he did play well for that game. At, uh, his first game they filled in for Philly. Cowboys. A, yeah, against the Cowboys. Threw a t- like a very horrible late interception. But prior to that, he absolutely like, you know, he competed. So it would be very interesting to see if he actually does start. I've heard, heard from my people, Ooh. my whispers, that uh, Richardson's actually thrown a a fair few interceptions okay. uh, in, in the early preseason sort of training. Uh, so they're, they're also saying like you didn't necessarily have that many reps in college as well. So it'd be interesting to see whether they do do exactly what you're saying and, you know, have Gardner start. And then once Richardson, you know, kind of gets his feet a little bit more settled on, on the ground in the NFL, uh, then he starts to, you know, really take over that team. Yeah. And then they when he does... Talk about- Drafting Richardson based on his ceiling, not where he's at right now. So that would make a lot of sense. And that kind of, yeah. and that also makes sense with like bringing in Shane Sarkin because he did help mold Jalen Hurst into who he was. Yeah. So if you have him, the whole idea is that he will be able to do the same thing with Richardson. Yeah. With a similar player. A couple of other notice, notable outs which we haven't spoken about is a couple of naughty boys when it comes to the gambling side of things. <laughs> it was the cornerback, Isaiah Rogers Sr., out indefinitely. He was actually probably one of the worst because he was betting on games that he was actually playing in. Ooh. So who knows when he's coming. Over under rushing, I believe. Yeah. So like yeah. Where, how well mm. he's going to perform. And like they looked at his like betting history. He used to put like a $100 bet or $200 bet. And the games that he was playing in, he was dropping thousands. So so it's not a very good is definitely indefinitely for a long time. Well, because like you look at... Um, Calvin Ridley, he was gone for the whole season, but he also wasn't betting on games he was playing in, and he was injured, and he was at home. Mm. He, he, Very like, different, uh, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Isaiah's done. It's uh, probably more so teams weren't like scared to take him, or you know, a bit unsure to take him because, oh, what are you betting? Like you're betting on your own team. Are you betting against your team? It's yeah, like, especially. Yeah. I want, did it come out, Danny? Whether 
what he actually picked. Well, he done multiple bets, didn't he? So, you know, imagine saying, I'm going to go, he, he picked the overs for rushing and he's on the defensive side. You're like, hang on a minute, what exactly. are you doing? Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know if it's fully coming out, but I think it was, yeah, over and unders on rushing and being a quarterback, probably not something you want yeah, to be no. uh, Also, the defensive and Rashad Berry, he's uh, also been waived and suspended indefinitely. So both those, both waived, both suspended indefinitely for betting. Uh, I think Barry's wasn't quite as bad, quite as severe, but he'll be definitely gone for the whole year. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, Danny Boy, do you have their first game? In their schedule? Oh, I sure do. I sure do. It's weird having you throw that to me. It's exciting. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> uh, did well. Maybe you should just keep going with it. Yeah. There's, I, there's I, some chat on the socials. Yeah. <laughs> Fire team. There'll actually. be a new hashtag <laughs> soon. <laughs> uh, as we spoke about, when we've gone through the Jag schedule, opening game is. Uh, against the Jags, uh, it will be played in Indianapolis. Which I reckon that's going to be a very interesting game. I reckon the Jags are probably going to take them. Uh, some other notable games that they've got, they're going to be playing the Ravens, Rams, Browns, Saints, Patriots, Bengals, Falcons and Raiders. So it's a more easier schedule. And I think the way they do the schedule is it's more favorable for the teams with their losing. Yes, sir. Lose, losing in the previous season. So also, just to, to give you a bit of clarity there, when they line them up, uh, the fourth-rate team will play the fourth-ranked team in the other one. So that's how it's meant to be easier. Yeah. Yeah, which is dropping knowledge bombs left, right, and center. Maybe we can't fire him yeah. after all. I'll just be number three. Uh, yeah. So, specials. <laughs> yeah. So they do have an easier schedule, but also not a heap of consistency. Didn't play that well last year. And then we... You know, the cornerback and the defensive end being waived, the gambling, like, and then they're picking up other cornerbacks to replace them. So I really don't know if the continuity is going to be there for him. Mm-hmm. I wonder if this will reflect in my over-unders. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. Mm-hmm. Uh, last but not least, Cards? Uh, last but not least, we have the other dumpster fire of the NFL last year, the Houston Texans. Um <laughs> Uh, let, let's call a spade a spade. They yeah. had a terrible year as well. Get a mop uh, to clean up that water, Danny. <laughs> Spat it out everywhere. Continue on. You're doing great. <laughs> they finished the year with a record of 3-13-1. Obviously, we talked about that draw with the Colts in round one last year. Um, yeah, just didn't get any better after that, really. They had um, their second new coach in two years, Lovey Smith, um, at the helm for the year. Um, he did a great job of tanking him all the way down and getting, <laughs> getting, <laughs> getting those good picks. But um, hey, no one in the NFL tanks. No, no, no. no they definitely don't tank. They, they shit the bed, really, because they won their last game. I know. They, they blew, the, blew the number one pick. <laughs> they by, lost the um, number one pick. Winning their last game. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Not much to talk about, really. Um, well, there's a lot more to talk about in the ins. And the I, yeah, I, I don't, exactly. I don't want to steal the lead from you, but no. um, they obviously they went up against Deshaun um, for the first time since he went to the Browns, and uh, he picked him apart. Well, no, he didn't pick him apart, but he he took care of it. They the Browns won that one, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Remember. He caught a lot of stick though, probably right. Yeah, so. they, they showed him, but um, <laughs> yeah. Look, mate. Other than that. All right, what, I'll what, get into my ins and outs. They, I think, yeah, more, more, more to talk about the ins and outs. I yeah, think. especially at the draft. I remember us talking about this draft going, holy shit, at least they did. Like you said, they were a dumpster fight, but they made some moves. 
Number two, CJ Stroud. And then they moved up with the Falcons, I believe, to number three to get the edge rusher, Will Anderson. So a lot of the talk beforehand was, are they going to take a QB or, or the edge? And they got them both. So huge moves by them. Um, so they've, you know, not settled, but, you know, helped their defense and then obviously massively helped their offense. Um, and their third pick was a big center. I just wanted to say this guy's name, Juice Scruggs. His name Scruggs. is Juice. What a, Juice. What a ripper name to start with. Uh, he went at number 61. So I like a, a good low center pick as well because they almost have to be just as smart as the QB and picking up things. As you see with the likes of Jason Kelsey at the, the Eagles, he's uh, he does just as much uh, as Yalen does. Uh, I'd imagine with tape as well, he'd be doing quite a bit. So I love that pick as well for them. And they've gone out and signed quite a few free agents. So uh, Case Keenum, the QB, I reckon last time I saw him, he might have been in there at the Eagles. Is that another one you've lost? He's definitely been there before. But anyway, uh, Noah Brown, a wide receiver, running back Mike Boone, the tight end Dalton Schultz. Big one from the Cowboys, so I reckon he'll he'll he definitely comes in and is their number one tight end. You know, just a nice um, receiver or tight end receiver because he is he is a good catching tight end for CJ Stroud because we imagine we, he's going to be starting straight up, uh, as well as Robert Woods, who coming off a couple of injury prone seasons at the Rams, but I think he could be quite. Uh, he might even go on somewhere else after that. Oh, Titans, I reckon. Um, but he could be big in them in a, in a developing team. So they've gone out, they've got the weapons they need, both on the offense and the defense. They're maybe not quite the dumpster fire they were last year, Cats. Hopefully. And big one you didn't talk about was the coach. Oh, Ryan. Damn, I have it written down. I didn't even say yeah. that. Yeah. Ryan? Yes. Yeah. Former, former linebacker for the Texans, which is yes. huge. And like, obviously, that's when he got his couple of Pro Bowls was when he was playing for the Texans. So I think it's huge having that come in. Hopefully to bring in a bit of like, you know, winning culture uh, and just, you know, create a good atmosphere in that locker room. Yeah. He was absolutely. a DC, is that right, Maka? Uh At San Fran, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, DC, yeah. Yeah, which they've had a, you know, a huge train of DCs and OCs going out and being successful elsewhere. So fingers crossed for the Texans that this can follow suit. You, oh, yeah. you want to see him uh, pick it up and have a better year. Yeah, yeah and sure. I reckon a lot of that does fall on CJ Stroud's shoulder, like, you know, being picked number two, all eyes are going to be on you. Like any any quarterback that goes in the first round, everyone's yeah. going to be on you. He's the taller anyway. of the two. Yeah. And, 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 and the one with the, the much poorer uh, academic side of it. Oh, that's right. Was that was that CJ Stroud, the one they couldn't work out while he had such a low score? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which, And they're like, they're, people were talking about he was actually going to drop in the draft because of it. Anyway, he, he did. He, he was number he two. He did. He dropped so, number two. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, during lying season, wasn't it that he wasn't a good bloke in the locker room? And yeah, no one came to his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> no, For those that, that have seen day. draft day now. That was like, draft day. Yeah. Although, like, uh, Kevin Costner, like the GM of the Texans, Kevin Costner would be proud because of the moves that he did make on the actual draft day itself. And he's never lied to me, Kevin Costner. Um, so. Yep. Yeah. No, absolutely not. Uh, yeah, so I reckon a lot does fall on CJ Stroud's shoulder, but the same people that were whispering rumors in my ear have him mm. whispering rumors once again. And he was, he was looking incredible, yep. apparently, in his at the OCA. So he's like he's doing doing very well. Uh, yeah, so I feel like he will start and hopefully, you know, go on to win yeah. a few games. 
But speaking of the games, though, their schedule, uh, their opening game is against the Ravens. That one's going to be at a bit Ravens. Tough. Uh, no. And the Ravens as well at Baltimore. And you know, you know, you know, Lamar yeah, Jesus is come out. He's he wants be to be, yeah. Mm. He, yeah. And then uh, OJ Beckham Jr. Like, you know, there's going to be, a, there's going to be a lot of people with a lot of things to prove in that game and very offensive heavy. So it'll be very interesting to see how the Texans actually shape up against that. Probably a tough game to have as your yeah. opening one. Uh, other notable mentions that they've got, they've got to play the Bengals, Broncos, Jets, and Browns in there. I reckon the Colts have probably got a slightly easier schedule, but if uh, the Texans can do what they need to do and win a, win a couple of games, as you know, to be at the early stages, then they might mm. have a chance. Very small chance, but they yeah. might have a chance. Yeah. They did. They did do their not their, to their credit. They did play some better football to the later half of the or the you know towards the end of the season yeah. last year. So hopefully trending trending up for the yeah. Texans. Fans. And realistically, any more than three wins is trending up. So yeah. That's right. That's all right. Let's, um, yeah. let's get on to the division. Um, how do you want to run it, Danny? You've got the all the odds um, and the unders yeah. overs. I've picked the unders overs. Well, you boys are picking the unders overs. I've picked how I think they're actually going to go, and then we'll discuss. Which I, looking at it now, of what you've said, it's going to be a very interesting discussion. <laughs> which team? Which team do you want to start with? Which I can't wait for. Yeah, let's start with that, and then we'll go to the division. Yeah, that'll come from I that, think I think. Good idea. Um, I reckon so. So let's hit, hit me first with the Texans. What do you think? Their what do you think their so record's going to be? I went through it. I actually, I think it's going to be another tough year, but I do think they have a little bit of a bump. There was a couple of games I wasn't quite sure, but I went five and twelve. So they do win a few more, but I still think five and twelve. Uh, it's a better five and twelve than the three and thirteen or whatever it was. Obviously. Yeah. And one. Yeah, and I agree with you. I reckon they're going to win more games than they did last year. But having that rookie QB, yeah. having a lot of changes, you got changes from like top to bottom. You got to. Have, it's going to take you some time to build some continuity and actually get some wins yeah. under your belt. So I think the five is pretty good. The over under is actually six mm-hmm. and a half. So if you take the over, you get two dollars ten under a dollar seventy. I am definitely punching that unders. Yeah, I am taking yeah, that. Could as be, well. but it could be one seven, that they might seven, be able to stick up in there. So you never know. But I, I think about that five game mark would be about right. Yeah, and I'm on board with you. So, so this is the interesting the Colts. one. I've been doing a bit of reading, and I'm a bit more <laughs> uh, maybe on the Gardner train than than most, and maybe with a couple of their ins. Uh, I think oh, they're actually yeah. going to go a bit better than what the people Mitchell think. Matters. I reckon they come back. John, a healthy Jonathan Taylor is huge. Uh, and just that wide receiver core, I reckon if they can short their shit out, Gardner Minshew, like you said, he looked good. And I've always kind of liked Gardner and the, and the Minshew mania that he brings. So I've got them at 11 and 6. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. There was a lot of games. Okay. I was like, oh, no. Especially that, is it? I think okay. it's them that play the Jags round one. I reckon they beat the Jags round one at home. That's my big, big start. That's. Big call, big call. Uh, hopefully, you put your money where your mouth is for that one. They're over under is actually also six and a half, <laughs> which I thought was. I thought that was too low. Uh, you've skyrocketed past it. You've almost, gone way past. I'll take almost yeah. tentatively take the over. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm with cards here because like if you re- we really don't know, like 
obviously we're all massive fans of Minshew Mania, as all three have said it <laughs> now in the past minute. <laughs> but <laughs> as good as Minshew is, it's still like it's still going to be a new system. Like I guess maybe not for him because it is going to be under Shane Sykin. Which I think between him and having a similar quarterback to what Jalen was in Anthony Richardson, I think it's going to be. Uh, they're going to have the ability to mold into the future, but whether they're, they're I don't think they're going to 11 games with a new head coach, two new quarterbacks is your QB1 and your QB2. And you think they're going to go on to win 11 games in the first season together? <laughs> nah, bro, no way. I was very generous with the game, out. but I, yeah. Like I, to, to give a little bit of context, uh, I think the Browns are going to suck this year. So there's a couple of wins, well, win there. Uh, there was another couple of teams, one we haven't, Oh, the Texans, I reckon they beat the Texans a couple of times. I reckon they do beat, maybe not away, but at home they'll get the Jags. So just a couple of games, I was like, oh. So if I was up in the air, I kind of leaned towards winning. You've also got the Raiders exactly, as well. Yeah, like that was part of the win. They actually, I actually did give them the win because I think the Raiders is at Indianapolis. And, and, yeah. Yeah, okay. and the Bucks and so as the well. Bucks. They, they're going to suck this year as well. So there's, there's almost six wins without going too much into it. So without going too deep. Oh, as 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 a betting man that I am, I'm definitely hitting the overs yeah. at six and a half. Mm. I think that's fair. I think they'll probably will yeah. win seven games. See, I think, I don't think they're the gonna Broncos win as well. Like I reckon the Broncos are gonna not as good as what well, yeah. Nah. You don't think Russell Wilson's gonna have a comeback yet? Nah. Russ no? is Russ is back. No. Nah. Russ nah. I reckon Russell comes back. Uh mm. next. We're gonna finish we'll with the Jags. So we'll go to the Titans next. Great. Nope. I, nope. I, I want to finish sure. with the Jags because they'll be the most easy to talk about and fun to talk about. Uh, the Titans, I reckon they're going to struggle this year. Uh, we don't know who their quarterback's going to be. Will it be Levis? Will it be is it Malik Willis? Uh, are they going to bring in another one? Who knows? So I reckon they're just, as much as we like Mike Vrabel and he can get a team up and about, I have them at 4 and 13. Big danger for them. Big danger for them too. Yeah. If something was to happen to Henry, like yeah, touch wood, and nothing does. But geez, they're just mm. they're so much trouble without him. So they're so reliant on him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the over, I've just been, been shocked by it, but the, the over yeah, under is actually at seven and a half. Yeah, I reckon oh, Give me that under. Yeah, I am. I am. I'm shocked because they're also second favorite in the division as well. And like a little bit heavy, which we'll get to after this. Uh, so yeah, I was shocked when I saw the seven and a half. I don't think, I really no. don't think that's, it's going to be me yeah, to yeah. do that. So I'm, I'm hitting the others. So that wasn't as shocking as I thought it was going to be. But then Dan, like you said, yeah. Derek Henry, he could All actually, right. he can turn four or five games by himself. So that's, that's the unknown. That's yeah, getting me. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. But he can. He can get him four or five games. Which is he really mm. going to get a mate? No. Realistically, not with it. It's just too much QB dramas. Yeah, too much for one minute. And lucky last, yeah. the Jaguares. Uh, I have the Jaguares at twelve and five to win the division. Big year for Trevor Ooh, Lawrence. And just a lot of games. It was just. It was just too easy to go. Yep, that's a win. That's a win. That's a win. That's a win. I think early on they do they have uh, they have an actually pretty tough start. Well, I've said they've lost the Colts, and then I reckon they've got Kansas. I remember week three, I can't remember, but I reckon it was a win. Then they got Buffalo. So, a, yeah. Tough, yeah. A bit yeah. Of a wet sale. yeah, but then at the end, it was literally bang, 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 bang. But that's Titans twice in the last three weeks or four weeks. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, but yeah. that's also the, the way they love to play. They love to lose a couple and then get a little bit of fire in their belly. But you are right. Second week's Chiefs. Week four is the Bills. Um, then you play the Colts yeah. again. So I reckon they got that one. Home, so I'll probably take that one. And then, but after their bye week, they got the Forty Niners. Yeah, that was a loss. On, on who's in? Yeah, who's 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 their QB at that time? And then yeah, got the Bengals in there as well. Yeah. and the Ravens. But I reckon the Ravens are down in bye. down there. So they're probably, they? they're probably they're no... yeah. So I give I gave yeah, them a W there. In I December. Mm. Yeah, it'll be tight game. It'll be tight game. Yeah. It'll be a good game. No, but twelve That's and five, sure. I've got them winning the division. Yeah, so they're, they're over under is only at nine and a half and they won nine games last year. So Indeed. I think they're going to definitely improve on that nine games. I reckon they're 10's probably, probably about right, yeah. to be honest, between 10 and 11. Yeah, give me, yeah. Give me that over, please, Daniel. Yeah, I'm also yeah. taking the over. And the division yeah. odds. So then, then, we, then we move on to the division odds. The Texans are paying $10 to take it out. <laughs> very juicy, very unlikely. Colts money. <laughs> uh, Colts at six dollars twenty-five. That's a, a tough pill to swallow, even at six dollars twenty-five. But I think if that was closer to the ten, maybe, maybe have a look at it. And then Titans at four dollars eighty-five. Now, like unless the unless the bookies do something we yeah. don't, I ain't touching that. Yeah, because no. they 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 had and Ryan Tannehill last year, didn't they? I would flip the Titans and the Colts. Yeah, yeah, they had Ryan Tannehill last year. Just in yeah, close see, it's way more consistent than what got they've injured. got. And oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't see. I'm flipping Titans and Colts. I'm, I've got Colts coming second in the division. So do I. Yeah. At eleven and, and six. And then Jags are a dollar <laughs> Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you sure do. Uh, and then yeah, then you got the Jags at a dollar fifty-seven, which are very yeah. very clear favourites for this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Colts might be a little bit of a juicy one to get onto. I might put me money where my mouth is on. Yeah, the 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 Colts at six dollars twenty five is probably the juiciest one of them all. But we all, I think we all agree that the Jags definitely were technically second year for Trevor under um, a good head coach. Uh, We all see them um, growing as a team and and taking that next step. I think not not quite the elite echelon, but maybe the one after. Beautiful. Yeah, and they, they are. And they were, and they won a playoff game. It was their, last year. maybe their first so they, playoff game. I did see a stat. Um, funnily enough, the Texans have never won a playoff game. Oh, I've actually got some questions oh. about notice. What a, what a perfect way to finish. So let's, let's finish let, with those. Let, let's hit it. Yeah, Ooh, let's hit, hang on. Like it's a nice little bit of trivia, and it's always fun to watch you. No, 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 no. If I'm quick enough. <laughs> oh no, it's on. You preview. keep filling, Danny. Um, Time for questions without notice. Without notice. Without notice. Without notice. Without notice. Yeah, that, that, was, that was almost smooth for you. That's huge. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a couple of other things to note. The Colts, Texans, and Titans all drafted, as we spoke about, all drafted quarterbacks of the future this summer. Um, Two new coaches as well. Two new head coaches. Actually, that's where I was at. Yeah. All right. So we are going to talk about the AFC South titles. Ooh. And we'll start from the bottom and we'll go up. So, like, the who's won the least and how many have they won? And then we'll go, uh, go through Go through them. Cats, you want to take this one, mate, or <laughs> is this for me? Least it's... is going to be the Texans. Nah, no. I reckon nah. the least would be the Jags. <laughs> so... Jags. 
Yep. The oh, Jags and him see, this there. one's only been since 2002. Two. Two. Two, two of them. Yeah. Two. Two is correct. Uh, yep. Next third. The Titans. Texans? No. Oh. <laughs> the Why Titans, correct. The Texans? Then the At Texans four. with five and or six. Next. And then the Colts six, with correct. Peyton Manning the Colts, with the rest. The Colts with Peyton Manning, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which is nine. And then only one team has won a Super Bowl. Peyton Manning. And so the Texans have never won one, and the Jags won their first. Uh, Texans have never won a playoff, and the Jags won their first this year. Yeah. Yeah, and the Titans haven't haven't gone to the Super Bowl either. No. So, yeah, so the Colts are the only team in the division that have actually gone to the Super Bowl, and they've won one. Good little stats to finish. They lost. They've the been Colts. twice. Who they lose to? They've been twice and they lost. Yeah, Brady. They did because Pat McAfee talks about. Did they about lose to Brady the one. No, they're in the same division. Ooh. They can't go to the Super Bowl and play them. Did, didn't they? They lost. I don't know. Sorry, go on. Didn't Denver. Did, but, the Saints. They, the Saints. <laughs> sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> Let's run with that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Well, that's, yeah, what I've, that's what I've got. Written Alrighty, here. that is. Us for the week. Cardi picked it last week. So, Danny, who are we doing next week? Off the top of your head, bang, go now. Damn it. Uh, the NFC North because I can't yeah, wait boys, to speak about wait your Packers. Oh, Cardi, you're going to pick the lines this time, <laughs> eh, or the, the winning records. Or maybe it should have been me. <laughs> <laughs> 17 and zip. 16 and zip. Nah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so for those who don't know, the NFC North consists of T Max, unfortunate Packers, the Minnesota Vikings, the Detroit Chicago Lions, Bears. and yep. the Bears, right. Chicago Bears. So I think it's going to be, I think it's a good transition of where okay. we've gone mm-hmm. to where we're going. You know, we've gone south, oh, south, that we'll north, 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 yeah. and they carry Finish off way. with the beasts of the east. All righty, boys, well done. Uh, yeah, exactly. as always, exactly. get around us on the YouTube, on the Instagram. Um, I don't have it in front of me. I'm going to. Paddle out for a second. So Instagram is anygivensunday.au. Twitter, I appreciate Danny writing it on his name. He's Danny Webb, AGSAU. Tim Cardi, AGSAU. I'm at TMAC, AGSAU. And we're at AGSAU Podcast, I believe. Are we? Wrong? What's we getting Yeah, I've heard about this. What are the threads? It's Meta. Oh, Meta's a um, new platform. Okay. I- Maybe you like Twitter. You can find us on threads at any given Sunday. <laughs> but yes, make sure you are on the YouTube. Give us a rating. Give us a like. Uh, ratings on all the Spotify's. Not just any rating. Five star rating. rating. Tell Five your friends, stars. your family, and your NFC North friend because we're going to be talking about them next week. Or the AFC South because we spoke about them. Uh- Oh, yeah. NFL Academy coach. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. TikTok, Facebook, and even Sunday Australia. Also, also it's... throw us a like, comment, have a chat to us. We banter. If you tell us that you we... Give back some more feedback. Yeah. If you tell us we're Australian, we, we don't know yeah. the sport, well... Make sure you comment on our latest post about my, my 1.05 getting a punt off. That was elite. And the punt went straight. Doesn't look like it in the video, but it went straight. I can tell you that much. It, it, it was straight over his head. No, it it did go straight. It went about four meters, but it went straight. That's Yes, the forty-yard video to come out. Right. We'll see how. I yeah, started off slow. I'm sticking to it. 
No, 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 no excuses. Uh, anyway, next year we're stuff. all we're all doing it properly and having a bit of genuine crack. We've got twelve months to train for that. All right. No. And as always, go the Raiders. <laughs> oh, yes, I've already we're cut that out. Sorry. <laughs>